Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. As we begin this Friday show, I know for many of us, and I feel like I'm going to be saying this day after day after day, you're going to be reminded of your norm and being thrown totally off kilter to what exactly our reality is at this point. I was going through a few minutes ago, and maybe it was out of boredom. Maybe it was the idea of just trying to figure out what I was going to do before I got on the air. But there is a March Madness Instagram page. And I guess what they are doing is, via their Instagram page, they're showing all sorts of great tournament finishes, buzzer beaters, famous games, you name it. And I'm going through and I'm watching a bunch of these and I'm like, wow. We could be coming on the air this Friday morning reacting to the first day of the NCAA tournament. Unfortunately, we're going to do far too much of that the next few weeks and the next few months. Well, this should have been played on this day. That should have been played on that day. Next Thursday, it'll be opening day. A couple weeks, it'll be the Masters. Then it'll be the NBA and the NHL playoffs. That's why as New Yorkers, Americans, whatever we need to do to slow down the spread of this virus, we need to do. Any way, anyhow, to return to that sense of normalcy, to get everybody right, mentally, physically, spiritually, you name it. But that was like a harsh reality for me. Not even waking up today because this is the new norm that we live in. Nothing has changed. It won't change. Not tomorrow, not Sunday, not Monday, not next Friday, not next month. Until everything is straightened out. But it can be cruel in many ways thinking about what we love. And I know it pales in comparison to what's going on right now in the real world. I totally get that. So in no way am I trying to be... abrasive and tone deaf and living in my own little bubble. I don't want that case my way, anyway, anyhow, reflective and representing our realm in society. It's scary out there, folks. Don't get me wrong. It's very, very scary. So that's why 
for the next four hours and really for the next couple of weeks, anything I can do to put a f- smile on my face, like yesterday, going through all these guys who wore wacky different uniforms after being iconic athletes. I got off the air, and you know what? For four hours, it allowed me to escape the realm of the coronavirus, escape the idea of being all up here in Brooklyn quarantine, the idea of not being able to go here, there, and everywhere. We're going to try to do that again tonight, Monday, and as long as we are on the air. So, on a much lighter note, Thursday, a guy who was as dominant a force in the NFL from a running back position for about a three- or four-year stretch was released by the Los Angeles Rams. Todd Gurley, you go back two years ago, was unstoppable. Running the football catching it out of the backfield, getting to the outside. The complete back, the complete player, and was rewarded handsomely by the Los Angeles Rams. He was, in many ways, the engine that got them going in the Sean McVay offense. Todd Gurley got hurt at the end of last season. And it was obvious When they were playing in the postseason, I remember watching a playoff game against the Dallas Cowboys, two years ago to be exact, and C.J. Anderson looked all of a sudden like he had more of a pep in his step. And I said, something's up with Todd Gurley. Then you watched him in that NFC title game that the LA Rams really had absolutely no business winning. But even in that game, you watch Todd Gurley and you're like, this is not the same back. And forget it, in the Super Bowl, Todd Gurley was getting destroyed by a lot of different people. Why isn't he playing? Why isn't he touching the ball more? Why isn't it this? Why isn't it that? And then we find out the condition he's dealing with, with the arthritis, which is no joke. But the point remains is that for a guy who was as dominant as it gets, for a guy who was as good a running back as you're going to find over the last four or five years, who was right there when he was right, winning Ezekiel Elliott. And I guess now moving forward, he's right there with a Saquon Barkley. All of a sudden now, Todd Gurley's getting released by the LA Rams because they don't want to pick up his $10.5 million option. I don't blame him. Because at this stage of the game, Todd Gurley is just no longer that player. He is just no longer that guy. And I think Todd Gurley in many ways should be a lesson It should be a lesson to so many teams around the league when it comes to roster construction, when it comes to how exactly you're going to build a football team. Devaluing the running back position is the best way to go about things. And by no means am I trying to throw shade at somebody as talented as Ezekiel Elliott. Or somebody as good as Saquon Barkley. Obviously here with the New York Giants. But the position over the course of time does not equate to longevity. Proof's in the pudding. How many great running backs, especially now, are playing 8, 9, 10, 11 years with that one individual team? Does not happen a whole lot. Gurley had all the makings of being a guy who was going to be a top-notch running back in the league. 
I would have put my money on it. Body type was good. Looked like he was in great shape. Was able to take the brunt of the carries and whatnot. His condition deteriorated to a point where, guess what? The LA Rams, two years after going to a Super Bowl, basically said enough is enough. So why all of a sudden does this tie in to a team that plays here in the Tri-State area? Well, the New York Giants specifically made a decision a few years ago to take a super talented, a super likable Saquon Barkley out of Penn State. Saquon Barkley can do it all at the running back position. Now, I know some were displeased in some of the games that he played last year, especially if you go back from early November until early December where Saquon was just not right coming back off of the injury. But the Giants made that investment in Saquon. They took him second overall. And now we're going into the third year of Saquon Barkley's giant tenure. And here's the harsh reality. As much as you may like Saquon as a player, as much as you may like him as a person, and I'm pro Saquon in both of those categories because I think he is a terrific running back. I think he's a terrific kid. I think he's very, very easy to root for. The Giants have won absolutely nothing in two years. Now, it's not his fault, but it goes to show you when you make the investment in a running back that early, you had better have everything else around the roster. And when the Giants made that pick a couple of years ago, and it's why I was critical of the pick at the time, they were far from being a complete team. They took Saquon Barkley believing that he would be the missing piece, that he would be the missing ingredient for the end of Eli's career, to compliment Odell Beckham Jr., to compliment the New York Giants, who thought our 2017 season was nothing more than a fluke. Turns out, that team in 2017... Was very similar to the one we saw in 18. And from a record standpoint, was pretty similar to the one we saw last year. Here's the problem. Saquon Barkley is going into his third year in the league. I am not necessarily buying the notion that the Giants are going to be a playoff team next year. They still have so much work to do on this roster. Across the board, so much work to do. So, let's say there's significant improvement. Let's say the Giants find their way to 7-9, 8-8. Progression from your second-year quarterback, Daniel Jones. And let's just say you like some of the intangibles you're getting out of Joe Judge. And year one, all in all, pretty decent. Here's the problem. You will be going... Another year closer to decision time when it comes to paying Saquon Barkley. Where you as a franchise will be looking at a position that is very replaceable. One that is most certainly not valued within the analytics community 
and you will be a team paying mega bucks to keep Saquon. The way the LA Rams had to pay mega bucks to keep Todd Gurley. The way the Dallas Cowboys have had to pay a massive amount of money to keep Ezekiel Elliott. Dallas has done a good enough job of drafting and developing, building an offensive line, where for the overall look and feel of their team, Elliott has had success. They've won division titles. They've won a playoff game. Now, they have not reached the level of success that I believe they can reach. They have not gotten to a point where, you know, they are a team playing in NFC title games and Super Bowls, but you could at least envision what the Dallas Cowboys were looking to do. The Giants, with all of the needs on this roster, may come to a point where they get it right, and all of a sudden they got to pay Saquon Barkley. And who knows when you pay a running back what you are getting two, three, four years after the fact. If I'm running an NFL team, no matter how much I might like the back, I'm never taking a running back in the first round. I'm just not. Because for me, it's the idea of valuing the quarterback position, valuing the offensive line, valuing cornerback, valuing defensive line. These are, my friends, the premium positions that you want to be investing in because they get paid a ton and they're hard to come by. As good as Saquon may be, and he's terrific. Look at the production the Kansas City Chiefs got out of Damian Williams. Look at the production we saw last year out of Raheem Mostert with the San Francisco 49ers. I'm building my team of the mindset that my offensive line is going to be right, that I'm going to have a quarterback in place, I'm going to have a defense that is good before I'm taking the leap of taking a running back. And We can't now go live in revisionist history. Can't do it. Saquon Barkley is here. You hope he has overwhelming success. That said, it's very possible because of the nature of the position, the Giants may pay him the big bucks. And you may wonder, two years from now, three years from now, Why did we make that pick, considering we were never a win-now team in his tenure? At least the Cowboys could say, you know what? We took Elliott, we went for it. Because we felt everything else around our roster was perfect, was great. And I know what the argument and debate has been amongst many Giant fans. It's been, hold on a second, JJ. You were going to make the argument they should have taken Sam Darnold or Josh Allen. Or Josh Rosen and should have taken a quarterback. Well, we got ourselves a quarterback. That may be true. We'll have to see over time what Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold and Josh Allen all turn into. But when we look at running back as a primary position, 
We won't. That's the way the league is going. And I know Derrick Henry last year had great success in Tennessee. Look at the rest of that team. They were a well-rounded, well-oiled machine. It's going to be very, very hard. No matter how talented and how dynamic he may be, for Saquon to live up to being that second pick in the draft on the Giants' roster being the way that it is. He came to the Giants and they were a complete team. I think we're having a much different argument. This is not a referendum on Saquon Barkley. It's a referendum on taking a running back when the rest of your roster, and it still continues to be the case, is full of holes, full of problems, full of issues, with a whole lot of work to do. The lesson in all of this, from Gurley and his demise now in L.A., and Barkley now moving forward, I think if I'm running a team, I'm going to have serious, serious second thoughts. If I'm picking in the top five or the top ten, taking a running back, unless the rest of my roster is where it needs to be. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 